Hey there, Zesty Boys, and welcome back to the Zesty Podcast. My name, of course, is Tony Shire. I'm Maggie. And we are here on location in old Margaret's studio apartment. <laughs> no, just my studio. In her studio <laughs> that has a bed and an oven and a fridge. And we're, we're doing the podcast on location today. First, um, I guess that one we did in uh, Charleston was technically on location, but this is the first... Um. I'd say this is the first on-location podcast, so we're going to see how the audio sounds, and hey, maybe this will be the new the new norm. The, you didn't have the camera on, though. I mean, the camera was... I didn't have batteries, because I'm yeah. a big, dumb idiot, but we persevered, and how, how you doing today? Good. Yeah. Hopefully my mom doesn't watch this, because I was not sitting like a lady um, just a second ago. Um, that's the... That's the patriarchal society norms that we're trying to crush here at the Zesty Podcast. Yes. We encourage people to sit s- spread eagle facing towards the I'm camera. not spread eagle. I'm just comfortable with one. Oh, yeah, be comfortable. Don't. <laughs> but then it just happened to be. I don't think your mom watches this podcast, <laughs> so you'll probably you be never fine. <laughs> I guess you do never know. I think the only people who watch this are just me. But I feel wildly uncomfortable. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why do you feel so like sitting or just on the podcast? I think both because I can. Now, you, can, can you hold the microphone? No, I have to focus on where to hold the yeah, microphone. Just, just always, just, just make it follow your mouth. Like okay. o- always, have the black thing near your mouth. Okay. But because you were holding it out like this, <laughs> and that, that's not good for anybody. So yeah, just try to keep it. A fist length away from your mouth at all times. Okay. I know it's it's more to think about now, but it's also you have more control. Mm-hmm. Pretend you're an MC. If I was, I always talk about how if I was uh, the 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 rapper for, or the singer from uh, Rage Against the Machine, this is how I'd hold the mic. Is that bad for the, the mic? microphone? Explode. I mean, I don't know, but it looks badass. You hold it like that. Hold it right up to your face, grabbing it by the bulb, the bulb of the microphone. Mm-hmm. You know what? Do naked. This looks real weird, doesn't it? <laughs> just because you're not used to seeing it without. The, yeah, it looks like a small like ice cream cone. Looks like a tiny little ice cream cone. Like I want to put the pop filter back on. What is this for? Because um, if if you go like, pop, 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 then it stops a lot of the air from going straight into the microphone and making really loud noises. Because uh, if you didn't have it on, it'd be like more like like more poppy. And this episode of the Zesty Podcast is brought to you by the uh, musical artist Ortis Aster on Spotify. Check out his newest song, Lamborghini Something, I believe. I am not sure. I just know I I listened to him on on loop, on repeat, and he's coming up. So don't don't be messing around with Ortis because he's from North Atlanta, as it says on Spotify. And he is, well, I don't have internet right now, but go ahead and check out Ortis Aster on Spotify and you'll have a great time bumping tunes on the way to the club. And we're also brought to you by the Santigli Sede mixtape series on Spotify as well, as well as on Mixcloud.com. Find all sorts of new music, music you've heard before, classics, and repeats on the Santigli Sede music playlists on Spotify and on Mixcloud.com. Is one of those the one that used your voice at the end? No. Oh. It's not. Why are you holding the microphone like that again? Remember, have it just like have it follow you. Let's see with better posture because I'm on this little little guy. Yeah. You look so tall. <laughs> you're, you're my. I feel like you should be in this chair. You're, you're my Amazon, my beautiful seven foot woman. 
You ever heard that term before, Amazon? Um, the Commodore's song, Brick House, they say built like an Amazon. Oh, I didn't know that refers to like a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Amazon's just like a real big, powerful woman. Oh. Woman, you know? I, I don't know why. Is that why they named Amazon Amazon? No, I think they probably named Amazon after the rainforest. Why? I, I don't know. <laughs> Why do you know what it, the other version is? I, I mean, I don't know where they came up with that name either, but mm. I think that's also probably named after the Amazon rainforest. I think yeah. it's maybe like they were like goddess-like women or like maybe even like tribal women that were that big and they named, and they just called them Amazons. I think it's more of a, if I'm correct, it's kind of like lore type deal where it's like, uh, it's like dragons in the, in England, like are like not sure if they're really real or not, or mm. if it's just kind of tall tales, you know. What? Cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> You've been on this <laughs> I don't so know many what times. I mean, you don't have to add anything, I guess. But what's what's new with you? You have a dog here now. Yes, Mr. Fitzgerald. Do you think he can, he's popping up on there? I, I mean, so. maybe occasionally. It looks like he's hiding his face. Oh. He's, he's, he's also he's dark, so mm-hmm. he's afraid of the camera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, but I have a dog here. He has every type of mechanism to make him not bark. I mean, so list I'm him stripping off. him from his doghood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he has a bark collar. He has a bark remote. He has. A sound machine. Mm-hmm. How expensive was the sound machine you got? Was it like twenty bucks? Uh, nineteen ninety nine. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it works really well. It looks like an, but it looks like an Amazon Alexa, and I wish it wasn't Alexa because those are fun. Cause you can be like Alexa, play blank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Now we had one of those at the uh, pizza restaurant I worked at, and it, it was very fun being like Amazon, play Despacito. What do you have downstairs? In no, the that's like a that's my dad's like Google. Oh thing. yeah, because you say hey Google. Yeah, and then I'm not sure what what's the Echo is is that another Amazon one? I think so. Is it I d- think it's a little bit smaller. Or something? Uh, okay, are those the only two, or is there? I mean, I guess Siri. You can say <laughs> hey, hey Siri. But I don't know if Apple has like a built-in. Have like have like. A I'm surprised they haven't made something. I wonder if Amazon has it. Oh, sorry. There you go. <laughs> I'm surprised they you've already made moved it away. <laughs> Just keep it close to your mouth. Okay. Yeah, this is the talking stick, and that you have one as well as me, so we're both allowed to talk at any given time. <laughs> Why are you holding it like I don't that? Know. <laughs> just, 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 just hold the microphone. <laughs> I just feel bad every single time I have to be on this. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you feel bad? Because this happens every time. I just I have not you learned. You just get stage fright. Yeah. There's not even people. Like, you can't even. Like, you we're, have lots of fans. We're looking at a camera. There's no one in this room. Oh, I see Lauren right in the middle of that camera. <laughs> we were having pleasant conversations earlier, but for some reason, as soon as the camera comes out, you can't. As soon as the camera comes out, y- you get lost. There, use your uh, su- support dog. Maybe you can talk better. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Good boy. My <laughs> fits. Um, that's like the same with my mom. Like she can talk. You can like tell like just tell you anything, any fact. But as soon as you put a camera in front of her, she's just like an ice cube. Have you had her on? Not no. on the podcast, but I filmed a video um, 
she had like to do like an introduction thing for the like online learning oh. and then I filmed it for her and she, she was mad because I made her do like a bunch of takes. I'm like, no, well, you can do that better. Yeah. yeah. That r- reminds me of that other video that you had us do. What video? Um, are we allowed to say the, uh, I don't know. Yes. You're allowed to say anything. The, um, Amy Barfield one. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know if it was, if I was, no, supposed I'm, to act like I was a street person. Oh no! I mean, <laughs> obviously, if the people, if there are fans of Amy Barfield, the candidate for district commissioner of coming Georgia, who watched this, they'd probably recognize you and realize that it was a scam the whole time. <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I, I expect perfection out of my actors. No mediocrity. It's not just a podcast you can come on and ruin. Video, um, videos are different. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been in any of your videos. No. <laughs> I was in a silent film a long time ago for you. It's not a silent film. It's just well, like... Well, silent on my part. I didn't say anything. It was just B-roll. A bunch of garbage videos that everybody who owns a DSLR does as soon as they buy it and act like they're talented. What was that place called that we went? Um, Blairsville. It was uh, a... Christmas tree farm. It was pretty nice. I mean, it was closed when we went. Yeah, I feel. Were there like not trees either? I think it was like so empty. I think it might have been closed for the season or something. But that place is usually cool because like they have that giant barn that has usually like toy trains going all around the top and like uh, s'mores, a giant campfire, all sorts of sundries you can buy, trinkets of sorts, you know. But it's normal, normally pretty cool. We actually, or my mom, came up with this idea to save money on the s'mores that are really expensive. We just smuggled in our own s'mores ingredients and used their campfire because it saved like probably $15 in yeah. s'mores cost. Yeah, especially because s'mores in general aren't that expensive. They're not, they shouldn't be. Yeah. I like s'mores if you, this like, well, I guess you can, if you go to like car camping, you can keep s'mores in like the cooler but i like it when you have a frozen or a very cold hershey's bar and then do the hot marshmallow on top it's like you get the the contradiction between hot and cold as well as a sweet treat Mm -hmm. sounds nice that's just me and you get the mouth feel of having like the hard frozen chocolate yeah, I know you have a an yeah. A- for some reason, I made that tingle. She, as of an hour ago, has a giant growth on her cheek. It's yeah. very painful that you have had it in the not, past. I've had it once before. Mm-hmm. What happened last time? Um, I think I kind of forgot about it and it went away. Yeah, well, just stop thinking about it and yeah. it'll go away. I should go to the dentist, though. I have not been to the dentist in a long time. Me neither. I gotta. I mean, I haven't been in like probably nine months, but they keep emailing me and telling me to come back, but I have not gone back because I just have been forgetting to. I haven't been in like two years. Wow. Well, you brush your teeth a lot, so you're fine. Clearly not. I mean, this is related it, to it. But that's like your cheek. It's not your teeth that hurt. Yeah. So you need to go to the cheek doctor. Yeah. And not the proctologist, which I guess, even though your prostate's in your butt, it's not your butt cheeks they deal with. So do they only deal with the prostate if they're a proctologist? Um, I think that's their expertise, but I have not been to a proctologist. 
I guess then they go through with. I'm like, sure they pro- probably would deal with like your rectum and everything too, or at least yeah. would at least have some knowledge on it. But I'm not entirely sure. Are they mostly like on what is it oncology folk like the cancer treatment focused for it? Um. Yeah. Like prostate cancer oncology. That the one. Mm. Yeah. They're probably. I mean. I don't know what else can happen to your prostate. I, I don't know, really know anything about mm. a prostate. But I would assume a proctologist would be able to tell you a lot. I'm going to look up what is a proctologist. But apparently if you get it removed, it's like bad too. Oh, so a proctologist is a surgical specialist with a focus on diagnosing and treating disorders of the colon, rectum, and anus. Proctologists oh. are often seen for complex lower digestive tract issues or when surgery is needed to treat a patient. Okay, so not only for men. Yeah, and not only for prostate. Yeah. It's for everything in the butt. Do you think people go into that because they were affected in some way by that or they just have a passion for, for butts? Because I always think when you become like... Maybe it just made the most sense to them while they were in med school. Like yeah. They felt like they could master it the best. I could see that too. I, I always think if someone's going in to be a proctologist, it's because there's like a history of prostate cancer yeah. or something in their family or they were affected in some way by it. So they want to help. Yeah. And then also I think some people too go into certain things thinking which one they'd be more pro- like profitable, like mm-hmm. that they could get a job easier. Yeah. Because being a dermatologist is super hard since a lot of people want to do it, right? Mm-hmm. I think a uh, cardiologist is the first most competitive followed by dermatology. Mm-hmm. And card- cardiologist is hard. Though. Not that dermatology isn't hard, but... Yeah. It's crazy to me that there's like surgeries that only like one doctor in the world can do. Like mm-hmm. It seems like every doctor can do every surgery, but it's very much not that... Mm-hmm. Like, there are people who are better at being doctors than other people. And you don't think about that when you go to the doctor. I wonder how much surgeons worry if they're not going to do the procedure well the next day. Yeah, I don't know. Like when when the nervousness wears off. Mm-hmm. I, want, I bet the first couple surgeries are like very nerve-wracking, yeah. but... I don't know. It seems that I see pictures or I have seen a lot of pictures. It's like this is a like a picture of two surgeons after like a 36 hour surgery or something. It's insane that they just do that for so yeah, long. They're probably on a high, though, the whole time. Oh, yeah. Like adrenaline pumping and shit. Yeah. Or they're actually just like taking Adderall or something to stay awake. You think, because uh, I know cocaine's very big in the like kitchen community because you have to pull such long shifts. Do you think doctors have cocaine problems even because they can both afford it and need to stay awake for so long? Or do you think they would stay away from it because they know the dangers? I don't know. I mean, I've heard like other, like whatever they can get from the hospital pharmacy. Um, it's like uppers. But, that, like- but that's why like they're starting to make those machines instead of having a pharmacist there. So, so that, it's more secure um, or something. That would and, make sense. But like people are getting upset about that because it's also like causing weird stuff. With, I don't know. I'm looking up if there's a cocaine problem amongst doctors. You gotta stall for me. Oh, I don't know how to stall. You're usually <laughs> so fast at typing. I thought it's you'd have one, it pulled it's up. It's one-handed. Now. Addiction and medical professionals. Doctors and nurses account for one of the highest rates of addiction among today's professionals. Mm. That's the it. premise of Nurse Jackie too. 
she's like addicted to something. Oh, I mean, I could definitely see that, especially if you work such crazy shifts and stuff. Yeah. You just kind of, I don't know. But, and also, there's no time for you to process all the stuff you see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder... That's what I think about, like, firemen and stuff, mm. like the and police officers, first responders in general. They've all probably seen some... Yeah. I wonder how many people have quit once they see, like, their first bad thing. There's a really big push for, like, psychological first aid in all first responder departments and then having them... What's wrong? Nothing. Oh. And then having them, um, after any kind of incident, like, go through, like, this reporting process to, like, reflect on stuff, but... A lot of them think it's stupid that, <laughs> and a waste of time. Yeah. That, that uh, PTSD treatment where they do the eye, rapid eye movement mm-hmm. or like the left to right eye movement, that's crazy that it just like, for, like you think about the thoughts and then moving your eyes mm-hmm. act, like physically works the, the memory yeah. out of your short term memory into your long term memory. Or I, th- yeah. I think that's how it works. Well, yeah, because it, it's there. It's just your brain hasn't put it back where the other stuff is mm-hmm. yet. So it's literally like you're trying to trigger a response in your brain. And, and the best way to do that is with your uh, eyes and all of that. So it's kind of like you. The, the, the So PTSD is kind of you are still experiencing the same thing as if it were a short, like, like as you experience other things with short term memory. Well, you don't always use the eye thing. The eye thing is for unprocessed trauma. Okay. So a lot of times. So it's not just PTSD. No. So a lot of times, like say, like if you're working with somebody that was a victim of some form of assault and they can't remember the assault, but they can remember something happened. Mm -hmm. And so when they're doing the the eye stuff, you, you ask about certain stuff or things that they did remember. Mm -hmm. So they're thinking about the event, but they're trying to get what, what hasn't been processed yet to come to move. So it's it's, where where you can meaning has what do you, by haven't been processed like things they just can't think about that they don't remember yeah because like it there's hasn't. been so much of a block but it's there mm-hmm. because our brain takes everything in but it hasn't moved to where your memories are basically uh, so it's in your brain but you can't remember it essentially mm-hmm. so you're so the eye thing's kind of like drano where you're it's, just unclogging the drain get it. yeah and it's also because if you don't then it, like having things like that unchecked can cause even more PTSD in mm-hmm. other ways. Yeah. What's that uh, therapy type called or that exercise called? Do you um, know off just, the top of it, your head? It's just a technique. It's like um, EDMR, I desensitization. Removal. Something, something response. I should know it, but, um, (laughs) but yeah, you have to be be super highly trained to do it though. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't want just some grad student testing it out on me. Yeah. Um, but it's been proven pretty effective. It's like one of like the only, there's only like three effective things for working with people that have experienced trauma and Mm -hmm. have PTSD. That's like, uh, MDMA treatment, like using and like psilocybin treatments, I think they have been like doing a lot more of those. Use for PTSD. For PTSD, mm. yeah. Just using those substances, mm. which is pretty cool. That's interesting. I, I, I don't think that's listed yet as like an evidence-based practice probably because it hasn't. Oh, no. I think like been, l- like recently, like within the past few years, if not the past year, yeah. it's been like greenlit to like do testing. I don't know when they start to mark that it counts as enough. I guess once they have enough evidence. Mm-hmm. Once the big pharmaceutical companies figure out how they can make money off of it. Yeah. That's what it all boils down to, man. 
eye desensitization memory response. No. What's it, What's the acronym? I think EDMR. I literally, like, I, I can feel it in my notes over mm-hmm. here because this was in one of our past e- e- assignments. EMDR? Eye uh, movement desensitization and reprocessing. And reprocessing. Yeah, so okay. it's EMDR. Not EMDR. I not flipped some of those letters. You said like EDRS. I think, yeah. Mm, I didn't, did I say S? Yeah, because. Yeah. Systemized. Mm-hmm. Okay. EMDR. E- what is it again? E- <laughs> okay. I. You better pay me to be your new teacher. <laughs> EMDR, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. Yeah. But I mean, at least you know like how it works. Yeah, it's just but the I acronym. should know what the acronym you, you, You're still in school. You're allowed to not fully know things <laughs> I yet. I should know it because I have to take that exam in like Well, this is weeks, This counts as a study weeks. session then. Yeah. I'm, I'm just your tutor. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> I just seem like an illiterate counselor if I... Well, you're not technically a counselor yet. Yeah, but so this you're exam not a, that, that it's supposed to be on is... Well, once we once you complete the exam, we'll see how literate you are. Yeah. And if you are a counselor or not. Because uh, right now you're just some punk. Yeah. <laughs> with a nose I piercing. Not, I might not pass that exam. I think you will. I'm, I'm Me and all the boys and girls here at the Zesty community think that you're going to pass. We're rooting for you down at the station. Just wanted you to know that. I can always fake it till I make it in real life, but on tests. Mm-mm. Well, you usually do well on tests unless it's related to anatomy. Yeah, I think maybe that's a mental block I have in my head about this one, this exam coming out, because there's so much brain stuff. What about the last exam you took for <sighs> the one you got a perfect score on? I didn't get a perfect What'd score. What'd you get it on? I. I didn't get a perfect you score. You got almost a perfect score. You it was three away yeah, from a perfect so you're, score. <laughs> you're a fine dust take. You just that, know. But that was, like, I feel like if you took that, you would pass that test. Mm, probably not. I got dumb brain, as and they say in the counseling that, community. That's also, that is just, that wasn't brain stuff, really. I have DBS, dumb brain syndrome, where I make dumb decisions and am smart. Hmm. That's an acronym for you, for am not. It saves time. Amant. Mm. Mm-hmm. What? That's not true. What? It is A-M-N apostrophe no. T. <laughs> it's not true. I made it up. Words? Uh, am I supposed to just trust Merriam-Webster to tell me what a word is? How come they got to decide? I can make words up. Amant, a uh, contraction for am not. I don't it may have already been a contraction. Are you coming to the party? I amn't. <laughs> <laughs> I amn't coming. Just don't, do not. I honestly think amn't might already be one. I do not think so. We can consult the computer device. If Sounds you like stop. old English. Oh, is it? Oh, amant is a Scottish slash Irish contraction for am not. That's why. Because the McGinty last name yeah. is Irish. Irish Catholic. Yeah. Will you say the Lord's Prayer with me? 
our Father oh, who art in heaven, heaven hallowed be thy name. Thy, thy kingdom. Do you actually know it? I, I was just saying okay, it. You're the one who stopped. Thy kingdom <laughs> come. Thy, thy will be done. done uh, on earth as it is in heaven. heaven. <laughs> okay, I didn't think you knew all of it. But now I'm worried I don't know all of it. Okay, I'm sorry, God. Do the rest. <laughs> No, say it aloud. Give us this day no, our start daily again, start bread. Again. Our, our Father, Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us for trespasses against evil and lead us not into temptation. Wait, but deliver us from evil. I, I, I muddled that last part. I, I need you to stop talking. Let me whisper it to myself. No, whisper, whisper it into the microphone. Okay. Our Father, it's not, it's not Lord in heaven, I'll be Just say it. Give us this day Lead us not into temptation. With liberty and justice for <laughs> yeah, all. Why am I forgetting this? Either way, I'm not Catholic anymore. Okay, so why are you apologizing to God if you don't believe I, I, in him? He still hears everything. Mm, is it a he? <laughs> she, it, the. So <laughs> the thing that you don't worship <laughs> hears everything. Yeah. I wasn't Would you sell me your soul for $5? No. Okay. What does selling your soul mean? I mean, like people sell their souls to the devil to get like really good a guitar according to the the crossroads. But I'm trying to get one of my friends to sell me their soul for like I'll Venmo them five dollars. I'm going to sell it to the devil so that I can get good at something because it's not going to be my soul. It's going to be their soul. (laughs) And they sold it to me so I can sell it. I figure that's a. I don't like that stuff. It's like an actual. It's a fair transaction. I don't like. I don't see why it wouldn't be. Because I mean, you can sell your soul for the. Like I would never. I don't necessarily believe in God, but I'm not going to sell my soul on the off chance that it is true. Yeah. But if say Ben sells me his soul for five dollars, that's actually. uh, Yeah, I asked him if he would sell me his soul, and he said no. But then I would just sell it to the devil. Be like, hey, devil. I'll give you this soul that I've acquired for it to be able to play but piano really well. How are you beginning that conversation with the devil? I mean, when you, you people, I think, just begin it by saying, hey, devil, blank. And then they then the devil I don't comes. No, I feel like it opens up this dark thing. And I mean, it, yeah, if you're opening then, the gates to hell, it's yeah, going to be Yeah, and the devil can come back whenever he wants. No, because it's a fair trade. You, He just wants to buy a soul. And I'm not going to give him mine, but I'll give him mm. someone else's who I buy. Mm-mm. This is legal transaction. The devil's already tricking you. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> yes, he is. He's working through no, me. his whole thing no. is trick, trick, trick. No. See, he's working. He already has you. You need to go to church. I can't look at you. <laughs> no, if anything, he's working through me. Why are you here? I feel <laughs> myself going to hell. I really do get weird about if this anything, stuff. I have If anything, he's working through me so that he can get someone else's soul. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not selling mine and I have not sold mine, but I'm going to acquire someone else's and then sell it to him in exchange to be able to play piano really well. That's my that's my game plan. <laughs> so if I'm ever just randomly good at piano, just know one of my friends is eternally Yeah, because that damned. means that he wants you playing it while people are on their escalator down to him. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just know I'm not selling mine and it's not illegal to but sell someone else's. that means you're with him. 
him. No, You're on his side. No, it means he went to Walmart and bought a, a candy bar. You don't work for Walmart because you buy candy bars from there. I don't work for the devil because I sold someone else's soul to him. Okay, what part of that is wrong? Just that you think you're smarter than the devil. I don't think I'm smarter. <laughs> I know he's very smart. I just know that's the only transaction I'm doing. He has you wrapped around his finger. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have not given him anything, nor will I, unless it is someone else's soul. In that short, I I'm not giving you my soul. Okay. And I would prefer if you didn't go through with this transaction. Well, it's not my soul. It's someone else's. <laughs> I just don't want to watch you burn. You well, if you're if you're watching me burn, you're already in hell because <laughs> you can't see that from <laughs> heaven. But just so you know, everything just goes black when you die. You don't you don't go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I would like to think that you do live multiple lives, though. That has nothing to do so with Catholicism. No. So I don't know why you're afraid about me going to hell because you are also because you've never been confirmed. I saw you, your little horns growing when we were watching The Devil's Advocate. You were like, oh, this is me now. I'm a defense attorney. My suit's getting darker throughout the movie to show that I'm turning to the dark side. I have to look into that. Look into what? If not getting confirmed puts you in hell. Why? Were you, are you going to get confirmed if it does? I don't know. My grandma did every single sacrament. Mm-hmm. And even she's in hell. So We don't know that. <laughs> we don't know that. But she was, I think she was waiting on that priest to send her on her way. Because <laughs> literally it was, <laughs> as soon as he came in, she was like, okay, bye. And then he cast her down. Because, like, that also, that one's supposed to absolve you, too, that last one. The last what? I forgot what it's called, but basically, like, the priest sends you on your way to heaven. Oh. Well, I just want to do that at the end. I'm just going to have all... I think you need to at least be baptized. Mm. I guess you could do it all in one day. I'm just going to have all of the religious leaders come to me on my (laughs) deathbed and chant a little gibberish and then send me somewhere. And then maybe that's the the ultimate goal is to be blessed by all religions. And then then you actually get to go to Xenu, which is the correct religion, Scientology. Oh. Yeah. Is Xenu like their afterlife or is Mm, it a place? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Why would... Why would it not be correct for Scientology to be the correct one even though it was made only like 50 years ago? Because... In the grand scheme of things, yeah, Christianity was made 2,020 years ago, but the Earth is billions of years old or some shit, or millions of years old. So it's like only the very tail end of Jesus and God be like, yeah, maybe people should go to heaven. I honestly don't know that much about Scientology. Me neither. Nor does anyone else who is in Scientology. They just torture people and brainwash people. I just know. like every religion. Two two of my like kind of classmates went to a Scientology service. I don't know what they yeah, call they, it. They they got their their reading done. Maybe it was like they to experience audited. something different. Like yeah. they were they're very like uh, Christian and stuff, and they, they wanted to feel uncomfortable. It's, it's called getting audited, I believe. Mm. And then uh, they like they are just like masters at brainwashing people, and they like prey on people who are alone and sad. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, just like any religion. Every time I drive away from Auburn, there's a billboard that says, uh, I think it says, uh, "Lost Christianity is the answer," which is essentially the same thing that Scientology does: it takes yeah. these lo- lonely, sad people and then brainwashes them into giving them all their money. Is that on eighty five? I believe so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, what 
sad. Religion is a scam. No, but just thinking. How it, come the ta- how come the church got billions of dollars in tax relief money, even though they don't pay taxes? I don't know. They got COVID relief money, but they don't pay taxes. That doesn't. That doesn't. That's not fair. If the money comes from the government, that's our tax money, and they don't pay taxes. What did every type of church get stuff? Uh, probably just like temples I, I too I and know. mosques. What? Church, like, was it just places of worship? What churches got money from COVID relief? When ordering Kobe beef, is that what you're really getting? That's what <laughs> Click Two Houston says. What? Oh, from <laughs> what churches got money from Kobe beef? I said COVID relief. You have to stall for me if I'm looking things up. Um. Row, row, row your boat. Religious groups received six to ten billion dollars in COVID relief funds, and you didn't even okay. get your twelve hundred. Nope. But apparently, I can. But you've been. Conf- take it you haven't been. Con- my- oh, it's because you haven't been confirmed, so you don't deserve government money. <laughs> uh, and Catholic Church alone received one point four billion in funding, and possibly as much as three point five billion. Wow. Mm-hmm. Why? And other religious nonprofits as a whole receive between six and ten billion dollars in PPP funding. I just wonder where they're putting. I mean, hopefully they're putting it back in their. Um, what do you call them? Con- not constituents. There are four hundred evangelical ministries and churches that received at least one million dollars, and seven institutions re- receiving five to ten million. Which is crazy, but they're not giving it to their people. You think mega church owners actually give a shit about anybody? They do not. They're just billionaires. They're like Jeff Bezos, but they just use religion mm-hmm. instead of Amazon. Like that one crazy guy on, uh, he's just like a televangelist and he is just a fucking insane dude, but he's a billionaire because of God. Because it's always been a money making scheme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's today's zesty religion. I feel like. Between religion and sports, I never talk about the sports. I know, <laughs> but like it just gets brought up. I, I don't even really think you brought, reli- or maybe you brought. I, I usually I like talking with Joey and Carter about religion, just yeah. because. Well, like, they have interesting takes, and that, that they're not like pushy people. And actually, mm-hmm. it's interesting hearing it from someone who's on the other side that I would say is equally as level-headed as me. Mm-hmm. If you would call me level-headed, would you call me level-headed? Yeah, you ask a lot of questions too. Mm, I'm I'm questioning. Yeah. When did you get your nose pierced? Um. Six weeks ago. Oh, that's exciting. Yes. You regret it at all? No. Are you gonna get the other side pierced? No. <laughs> why, why not? I'd look like a hippo. Why would you look like a hippo? <laughs> I don't know. You mean a rhino um, or an elephant? No. Why a hippo? They don't have nose rings. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant like tusks. No, just a hippo. Where are you getting hippo from? Like big nostrils. Having a nose ring doesn't make your nostrils bigger. I feel like if it had on both sides, it'd be like, ooh, hippo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess whatever you think. But we don't have to worry about you being hippo because you're not getting another one. Not by my choice. 
Yeah. I want you to get multiple no- nose piercings. Yeah. You, no. sh- you should get like one really long one that goes out one, up into the ses- septum, out the septum, and back into the nose, and then keeps going. Mm, that sounds like a nightmare to blow my nose with. Yes. And maybe it would stop you from blowing your nose. No. No. What were you about to say? I was going to ask you if you were still going to try to get your ear pierced. Mm, Mitchell never asked me to. That's what I said. If he asked me after work, then uh-huh. I would go get it. He never did. Wait, did he get his? No. Oh, because he has his nose. Yeah, if I get even one drink into me, I'm willing to get my ear pierced. Mm-hmm. That's that's how impressionable I am. Because when we were in Athens recently, me and Mitchell decided to, to do the old trick of not eating before drinking. And then... We were both talking about it, how we each drank like two beers and we're already yeah. like pretty drunk. And I ended up drinking, I think, nine or ten. And I was just like screaming about how I want to get things pierced. You know, <laughs> that's just that's just me. Well, I don't think I think with nose piercings, you're you're not allowed to have had alcohol mm-hmm. before it, because for some reason it's more sensitive and more people pass out from nose piercings than other ones. Uh, well, I mean, I wouldn't get a nose piercing. I'd get an ear pierced. I'd yeah, get, that'd be fine. I think I'd get my left ear pierced and then I'd get a gauge, like one really big gauge. Mm. Wouldn't that be cool? Smell. How would it smell? It's just dead skin all around it. No, it's not. It's just your ear lobe all around it. I don't know. Any person that I've known with gauges smell. Well, I think that's just the character of people who generally get gauges, not the gauges themselves that smell. I think without maybe. without gauges, those also people, the people probably I knew smelled. they were. This was like in middle school, so people maybe they hadn't mastered their hygiene routine mm-hmm. yet. But yeah, the people who got gauges in middle and high school were kind of, I think, the hip crowd who just kind of smelled bad in general. Yeah. I don't think it's the gauges because I mean you can probably find a, a good bit of young professionals now who have the have their like round glasses and cuffed jeans who have like a little gauge and they probably smell real good like sandalwood or tobacco candles. They probably don't smell great when you put your nose really close to it. I mean, I don't think anything really smells that good if you shove your nose right into it. Yeah. It probably just smells like a regular ear, which is probably not amazing because yeah. it's just has earwax and dead skin and whatnot. Yeah, maybe. You know. Your ears smell fine. How often do you smell my ears? Pretty often. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why are you sniffing my... You've smelled my ears. I have not. I don't think I've ever sniffed your ear before. It's normal. Normal for what? I'm not intentionally like trying that, to smell like them. Y- it y- just your ear your, smells or like you smelling ears your, is normal? Your ear has been near my nose plenty of times. Okay, but you made made it sound like you were just sniffing my ears and then defended that I statement. Mean, when I'm talking to you, I smell them. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> like when I'm whispering. Hey, little mama, let me whisper in you. You, you, you don't just, whisper in your ear that often. But if, if, <laughs> you don't, no. <laughs> but if, if I were to, my nose would be near your So this, ear. Is, this is all a hypothetical that you think my ears would smell good if you whispered I in my ear. I smell your ears. Okay, I've never smelled your ears. Good, because sometimes I'm really self-conscious okay, about the smell Okay, so why, why are you like ostracizing people with gauges when your own ears is stanky? Um, Because... I know that if I got gauges, they'd be really That's just because you smell. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the gauges. That's just the wearer. I wish 
wish I didn't smell. You don't smell. I know that's the one thing yes, you're self-conscious about. Yeah. Well, because it's hard for everyone to know if they smell. Mm-hmm. If you can smell yourself, that means you probably smell. But also, if, what if you're always smelling bad and you just that's the normal state you're in mm-hmm. and you don't know that? Then you have bad friends for not telling you. Yeah. No, I I heard something like that a long time ago, and it was it basically just was like if you can smell yourself, that means other can other people can smell you way mm. more than you can smell you because you're already used to your smells. Yeah. I, like if I'm alone, like when I used to do yard work while my family was gone and stuff, I would just not put on deodorant because I like this. I like a little bo scent when I'm working out. Mm. Or like camera just died, but we'll keep it rolling on the audio. But I like I like to have a little bo smell makes me feel like I'm working hard. But if I'm going to be around even just one other person, I throw on a good bit of Old Spice Dio for my bo. Yeah, I have kind of bad bo. I don't know. I have I, know. I have like I have perspiration problems. I mm. think like because I'll be really l- sweaty l- l- and it doesn't. There's no smell. cameras on. Lift your arms. I want to see if you're sweating out of nerves from this. I think I might be. Uh, lift your other arm. Also. Mm, a little, 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 little nervous like sweat. After class. Look at this. Dry as a bone. I know. Like I got, I, I got no nerves on this. I, but like even like it's not like I was nervous during class today. It's just when I'm talking. Mm-hmm. I, I get yeah. like just it's like water sweat almost I, that comes out. Yeah, do you feel it like dripping yeah. down? Oh, yeah. That, I get that like randomly. Like some like I used to get it. I think it's just if I wouldn't wear an undershirt, like at a few DECA events, I would mm-hmm. just be kind of sweaty just because I was kind of hype for it to be the yeah. DECA thing. And then I just like feel sweat like dripping down like my side. And it's always a weird feeling. Mm-hmm. And it, it didn't I think it bad, is like a different hormone and gland that's putting that out. I don't think it's tied to like mm-hmm. the glands that make the smells. Mm-hmm. Um, the smell gland, as they call it. It's like endocrine versus some other a- one. Ectocrine. Maybe, yeah. That's Pitu- pituitary. Is. No, no. What does pituitary do? I mean that that's like the control center for a lot of hormone stuff. Oh, I think. I don't you don't know. know. Fight or flight. What is it right now? I raised my fist to you. But are you gonna gonna fight? No, I'm raising my fist. Fight or flight. Oh, to hit me? No, I mean I'm saying, are is are, are you are you having fight or flight right now? But what's the stimulus? Me that about, you're about to, to me, hit me about to hit you right in your face? Oh, probably fight. No, flight. <laughs> 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 it's flight then try to fight. <laughs> I had to throw a punch. I punched her right in the face, <laughs> and then no, because my it was like flinch and then just a blind <laughs> smack. <laughs> Reluctant fight. <laughs> Well, that's like the forest thing. My answer was like laugh instead, like for stresses. Yours was kill it, so mm-hmm. I guess you're a fighter. I just wanted to kill that raccoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you you, you wanna uh so we'll run through the the scenario and then then you stop to explain what each thing is if a listener wants to do it on one of their friends. Okay. I need to pull up. I don't okay. know if I, I remember. Okay, so you're walking through it. the forest. Yeah, you're walking through the forest. I think I put it somewhere in my notes. I was able to to just randomly say this to Mitchell just off the top of my head, having only heard it once. So okay, then you you tell no, me. No, I'm saying all. you should be better at remembering these things. <laughs> okay, go. Uh, no, you you tell me the story and I'll stop you for what which one means. Okay, so you're walking through the forest. Oh, who's with you? Okay, so the f- first person that you would say to that question 
is mm. who's the most important person in your life. So whatever name you randomly say is the most important. Mm-hmm. So you and Tony Blank- said Joey. Mm-hmm. I did say Joey. Your fans <laughs> want to know. Shout out Joey. Um, <laughs> I am not important. <laughs> so you're walking through the forest with Joey. It's a very beautiful day and an animal jumps out of the woods. What is it? Okay, so um, the size of the animal. Well, I, I said, what is it? I didn't say how big was it. I know, but you're supposed uh, oh, to... Oh, so you say, what is it, and then yeah, how you, big... They, the, so oh, okay. they say an animal, and so then the size of the animal... Oh, God, what is it? Is how big your stresses are. It might be how big your stresses are. It definitely is. Okay. And then, okay, and then the animal is gone. You walk past it, and you're walking past a beautiful little creek. You see some frogs jumping around. The animal jumps back out. What do you do? So that's how you deal with the stress, however you act. You so, kill it, you pet it, yeah, you, you kiss it. Yeah, Tony said kill it, so he kills his stress. I kill my stress just like I do my exes. Um, <laughs> uh, um, moving on. So uh, after the animal has been dealt with, you come across a little clearing and you see a house. Uh, how big's the house? So the size of the house is how big your ambition is. Mm. So you're t- look, taking a closer look at the house. You think you're going to go inside. Is there a gate around the house? So if there is a gate, you are more narrow-minded. Um, could also mean that you're driven. But if there's no fence, you're open, more open-minded. Mm-hmm. So you, 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 you go uh, in, into the house. You're looking around. It's kind of creaking. In, in the kitchen, you see a table. What's on the table? So people will say what's on the table. Some people... Might not say anything. Tony said lots of other tables on top of the table, but that means how much stuff in your life is bringing, in your current life is bringing you happiness. Okay. And that's the whole story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I had lots of little tables. Mm -hmm. On top of each other. Joey, raccoon, kill, no fence, tables. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those were my answers. Check to see what your friends do and see if they're as level-headed and reasonable as me. Well, where are Mitchell's answers? I don't remember. And I'm not, oh. I'm, that's con- pa- patient therapist confidentiality. <laughs> and you know, I can't breach that. A- well, maybe you don't know that. Cause I mean, you didn't really know about the eye thing. You don't know about the pituitary gland. Uh, you're not. Mm. And also you're not a patient. You're a client. Oh, well he was my patient oh. and I was his therapist Okay. because some people like a hundred years ago decided, Oh, we're going to make, we're the counseling authority. You have to pass our test to do it. How come people who start their own type of counseling now who don't want to take the test, they, they could probably even be better counselors than people who take the test and yeah, pass it. Yeah, life coaches. Exactly. Like life coaches. Maybe there's people who, like maybe a life coach knows how to fix people way more than a specific licensed counselor just because the, the person who became the counselor followed all the loop, followed all the things, did everything. No, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it's it's nice to have a governing body and have mm. standards, but it doesn't necessarily make somebody a good counselor. Governing bodies are only created because some people want power. That's mm-hmm. just, that's where they all come from. Like, if it was just like, oh, this is how you be a good counselor, it'd be like, excellent, great. But some guy was like, well, I want to be the boss counselor, and so they created yeah. ASCA. Well, also, I think, too, they want everyone to be the same. Yeah, and that there's, I mean, there's definitely good reasons for governing bodies. I'm just saying, to be a professional brain wrangler, you don't necessarily, to be the best brain wrangler, you don't necessarily have to have a license. A shaman, no. a shaman in South America could probably teach you more about your life than 
a counselor could. I mean, yeah. What it, the biggest thing that it comes down to is building a relationship with someone. And with that, we thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Zastu Podcast, and we'll see you on the next one.